many people are disappointed in because there's no women on tonight. <laughs> that is true. We've had a uh, we've had a good streak. We had Gwen on last week. Yes. We had uh, Kathy on the week before that, and the week before that was Amy. Amy, so. great way to start the year. Yeah, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, since it's vogue right now to talk about keeping campaign promises, <laughs> I feel by the grace of God we're keeping those campaign promises, trying to. Diversify a little bit. Uh, love all those three of those women. Each had a unique topic. That's right. Just had some really, really great stuff. Great insight. Uh, we're, so we're making these go to eleven great again. We are. We <laughs> are. So that's why you have me on. It's in the name of diversity. <laughs> yes, Steve. You, first. We said we need an old guy yeah. on there. Is no, we, we want your feminine perspective. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get. You the, already said there's yeah. no women here tonight. Come on. <laughs> That's right, man. Mm. I should have set that up better. I could have really slammed Steve. Mm-hmm. But I guess now our audience knows who the third guy in studio is today. Yeah. It's Steve Hartland, join us again. Steve, how's it going, man? Great, great, great. I'm really happy to be here. I've missed you guys. We haven't recorded together since we decided October. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yes. Because now we, can, now we can out it. Our Christmas music episode was October. <laughs> October. Yep. We were getting that. Put in the books now, ahead of time. Is that yeah. planning ahead or what? Yes. Right. Yeah. yes. That is uh, definitely planning ahead. And I think that day may have been the same, but this was the day we're recording now here in late January 2017 was pretty mild in this mid-Atlantic region. Mm-hmm. So I, as I told you, Steve, I woke up this morning knowing we were going to podcast and I said, I guarantee you Heartland is blank. And what were you doing? Did you actually think about it? I did. That? You, I did. really did? I really did because I was, I was looking at my calendar, my iPhone this morning, yep. and looking at what I had to do podcasting tonight and of course i see steve h and i thought i know what steve h is doing i got two really fine rides in on my 2001 harley davidson fat boy nice that's what i was doing nice oh yeah Dude, somebody used fat boy in reference to me, but I don't think they were talking about a motorcycle. <laughs> and, you know, I have to, like, yeah. coast out of my neighborhood, just idle out of my neighborhood. Yeah. But as soon as I get out there on, you know where, 924. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I just crack that you let her rip open, and it's so loud, and it goes yeah. so fast. I get this big grin on my face. Wow. So, so do you it really? It ministers to me. Do you really go kind of quiet, calm when you leave your neighborhood? Oh, I you idle. Wanna... It just idles. Wow. I'm in gear, but it idles. And yeah. Just blah, 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 blah. Wow. Keep as quiet as I can, so yeah. I'm showing respect for my neighbors. And they Very nice. Me. They all wave at me. They probably think, that fool, there he yeah. goes again. <laughs> He's riding that thing like a, like a moped. Um, wow. That's awesome. And that's yeah, going on with us. But Nathan, I'll play host for a second. Yeah. You've had a few things going on with you the last month or so. Yeah, dude. So uh, literally uh, two weeks ago, um, or actually, I'm sorry, no, it was three weeks ago mm-hmm. now, uh, put in an application for a uh, local Christian school. Well, yep. Not so local to where we are, yeah. but, um, you know, Christian school here in Maryland. And, um, you know, honestly, I didn't think it was really going to go anywhere. I was well. still doing the construction stuff. And uh, just every once in a while, I see what's on Craigslist and, you know, who's hiring and what qualifications they're looking for and things like that. And uh, saw this opening for a uh, middle school science teacher at a Christian school. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to I'm going to tighten up my resume. I'm going to go ahead and you know, write a uh, cover letter and uh, I'm going to send it all in and see what happens. Yeah. This was a Thursday night. So the very next day I get an email saying, I saw your cover letter. I loved it. um, But I couldn't read your resume because I was doing all this on a Mac and I was sending it to a person who had a PC and forgot to convert the document. Still happens every so often. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So I, um, you know, called up uh, because she said she wanted to call and talk to me. Ended up being a 45-minute phone interview that Friday. And uh, 
in less than a week, um, I was I was being offered the position there. Sweet man. So yeah, it was Sweet. awesome. And, and you were teaching what, Nate? Uh, teaching middle school science. Sweet. Yep. So. Greg, I want to thank you for the uh, amazing recommendation that got me the job. Dude, it was good. I still haven't gotten the check from you. Uh, <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> it will be for some time. No, that was great, dude. Yeah, um, your new supervisor, I don't want to give names out. I don't know how that's all Vogue, but uh, called, left me a message. I was in another meeting, so I called back. I wasn't sure I should have told her about your dabbling in, you know, sort of, you know, <laughs> weapons on the black market. Wasn't sure if they wanted that. But you know what? It's really cool, dude. I mean, this is all known. Our our listeners know this, Steve. This guy's interviewing at a Christian school, middle school science, mm-hmm. very committed school. You know, they've got a very clear you know mission and guideline. And uh, of course, Nathan's got to go over some of his recent work history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Dude, we're talking what two, three years oh, managing yeah. a liquor store? Three, uh-huh. Yeah, three years. And uh, the fact that that was cool was pretty yeah. cool. And yeah. that went down fine, huh? Not a yep. hitch? Man. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. We... And Steve, isn't that true of every Christian school? That wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nowhere. That's right. Uh, especially in the South. I know. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. What, a, what a fantastic opportunity to influence yeah. young people, to help shape them, mold them. You know, yeah. I taught the class you used to teach, apologetics yeah, that's right. That's right. At, yeah. at a school around here for a yeah. year with seniors. And uh, some of them are still my friends. I see yes. one of them at my gym four times a week. Oh, so cool. Um, and we're good friends. And, uh, Man, I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I get to open their brain and pour stuff in there. Yeah. Same I'm here, shaping. Man. Well, it was, cool. it was a really awesome experience, you know, as I'm just blabbering on here. But today I had a really great experience with the students because, you know, I was just – I was praying at the beginning of class and I was thanking God that um, in Jesus Christ we had an example of um, – of Jesus having to learn, you know, the scripture Mm -hmm. tells us that he grows in -hmm. wisdom and knowledge. And so he didn't just come down pre downloaded with all the information he needed for life. And I had one of the students look at me and they were like, Mr. Bell, what do you, what do you mean Jesus had to learn? And so even in science class, being able to take the time and explain, you know, well, Jesus was human. And, and so you're he allowed did. to. Yes. Isn't that nice? Yes. Yeah. So that was yeah. just a really awesome conversation, being That's able to, very cool. you know, even encourage the students and say, you know, Jesus would have sat down. He would have, if he was studying the scripture, he would have had to memorize them like you memorize yep. things. Absolutely. Um, you know, it wasn't just automatically in there. He wasn't, you yep. know, coming out when he yeah, could talk. Yeah, but what was Jesus's IQ? Yeah. <laughs> How easy was it for him to memorize scripts? I'd like to know that one. Yeah, that's uh-huh. boy, that yeah, I've never quite taken that angle. Dude. I remember in seminary sitting around with guys, hey, would Jesus ever miss a layup? Hey, would Jesus ever miss a foul shot? Would Jesus ever strike out at the plate? And, we should write some yeah. of these guys who always try to answer questions that the Bible doesn't right. answer. Yeah. Exactly. And ask them what Jesus is like. That's true, man. Well, yeah. I mean, to me that's what podcasts are for. To explore <laughs> useless questions uh, with ambiguous unknown. answers. Yeah. And see where it goes. So yeah. But Very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's been super exciting. Um and one of the things that's been going on to, you know, transition is of course, um, I am a uh, 35-year-old male white teacher, and I teach in a predominantly black school. That is awesome. Um, So cool. What's been interesting is our recent changeover of officials, particularly our president. Mm -hmm. Has that – wait, has there been a – Presidential change? I haven't heard of it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been on Facebook. I mean, or I've been on Facebook. I haven't seen anything. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I, I'm, I'm being asked what my political views are, who I vote for. Yeah. And I, you the know. The kids ask you? They do. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, you know, just, 
I told uh, the students that I feel like voting is very private, very personal, mm-hmm. and uh, feel no need to share that with them. However, here on the podcast, yes, whole <laughs> <laughs> different set of rules. Uh-huh. That's right. And uh, Greg, you and I were talking uh, as we were pre- preparing for today, and we decided we wanted to start off with. With that, yeah. we wanted to start off talking about our current president, uh, Donald J. Trump, yes. and uh, just talk about the inauguration and everything that's kind of happened up until this point, yeah. because I know you've got some thoughts on it. I've got some thoughts on it. Uh, Steve's going to remain uh, relatively silent on this. Yeah. Um, and Steve knows people from his church are listening, man. We've got people, you know, I'm sure you do too. I'm sure, kind of across. But I'm afraid of mine. So yeah. We have people all across the spectrum. All across the spectrum. No, folks, no, we do too. We there are folks too. who are absolutely convinced Donald Trump is the Antichrist or yep. something close to it. Yeah. And there are other people who think, you know, he is the best thing to hit America in a long, long time Same. and everything in between. Yeah. And if I stand up front and take a position, you know, for anybody, I voted this, I voted yeah. that, then I could easily alienate oh, sure. a yeah. big chunk yeah. of people. They'll absolutely. have trouble listening to me preach. They won't trust me. They won't yep. like me. So. Uh, yeah, I might just sit here and drink my bottle sure. of water. And <laughs> yeah, we'll get you engaged. You guys talk. Yeah. We'll get you engaged. Well, and I think I think the great thing uh, about what we are going to be talking about is, you know, Greg, for the most part, you and I, we've been uh, completely open and honest with the fact that we are uh, politically apathetic. Yeah. That, uh, you know, for me, I don't think it's so much um, – <laughs> Uh, by I like that pathetic. Word. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's for me. I know it's not as much uh, that I don't want to be engaged. I really do. I want to be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I want to be engaged. But I know if I re-engage myself in that way, I don't have the self-control to be civil about it. I know what you mean. Uh, and I also know, um, as bad as this is going to sound, I am very good at debating, and I'm very good at making people look <laughs> stupid. Um, and so yeah. for me, you know, this this is not an area that I really feel like God wants me engaging in that way. No, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Um, you know, there's something when uh, Ravi Zacharias gets up there and he makes people feel stupid and he's preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and it works out well. And I, and I have a level that, okay, when it comes to the gospel and it comes to um, humiliating people because of their poor logic, I can get away with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to politics, do I really want to get into that and alienate people because of politics? Yeah. Um, and, and I don't, and I have before. And, sure. And oh, yeah. Furthermore, yeah. honest now, by, by political debate, be it in person or on Facebook or wherever, mm-hmm. have you ever seen anyone no. yeah. convinced of anything? Oh, anyone man. change no. the view? Yeah. So we're just – Having fun. Yeah. You know what? That would be a good social experiment, Steve, is like to create some anonymous account, get into the melee, and then like be the person that changes. It's like, wow, I started this as a passionate libertarian, and I started this as a passionate Democrat or conservative, and you have totally sold me on your position. Mm. And then I bet that guy wouldn't believe you and yes. w- would, would, would double down. Uh-huh. And, um, but it would be a neat experiment. To me, it's sort of the uh, my ongoing joke. Uh, well, I should be careful. Christian T-shirts, of which I used to wear many, because you know I always say, man, I, I mean, I just see people falling on their knees <laughs> when a guy's wearing a Christian T-shirt to receive Christ the Lord. <laughs> Wait, I've never seen that happen. Um, How many of you in the listening audience? Yes, came to Christ. Came to Christ a through t-shirt. a T-shirt. Yeah, that would be <laughs> a good experiment, you know. But I, um, no, we we've all talked about the politics thing before. I think our audience, if they're if they've been with us for a while, know. Um, well, I mean, well, hey, a couple things I'll put right out there and see where this this goes. 
not that anybody's fact-checking us, Nathan, because we, <laughs> we don't have anywhere near the platform where anybody would care. But, That's uh, why we make up all our stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so we just, these are alternative facts, as they've been saying. Impunity. Uh, but we uh, – or you maybe – I know for a certainty in the summer of 2016 mm-hmm. um, when we were podcasting once or twice together, once with Dave Shive, I think, yep. maybe initially with Shaheen and Emily uh, – I had said at one point I couldn't imagine Trump winning the presidency at all. So I've got some egg on my face. Mm. Um, I don't mind telling. I think I told you guys um, I did a write-in vote. I'll keep that quiet. But it wasn't uh, – you know, I did a write-in vote because it wasn't either. Was it me? Can't, it was you. It, uh, you know what, dude? I, I, it should have been – <laughs> Dude, wouldn't you, Nathan, vote for Steve Hartman? Oh, heck yeah. In a yeah heart- he's a nice guy. Yes, yeah, so and that could be your slogan. I'd vote for Steve in a Heartland beat. (laughs) (laughs) That was bad. But, um, yeah, so I I did a write-in, you know, and I I was kind of a a dissenter. I I didn't think I was going to vote at all. And I actually ended up voting almost out of – Lisa and I had to talk about it. She kind of wanted us to for the sake of the kids and teaching them some basic civics and that kind of thing. So I, um, I did. Uh, I wasn't really invested either way. Mm-hmm. But I've had a lot more thoughts um, about this whole transition of power since it's happened. So my thought, Steve, is to dwell a little bit tonight, so I'd love to pick your guys' brains on this, yeah. about political discourse, what's happened since the inauguration. Mm-hmm. Um, let me mm-hmm. throw out a, a couple of things, see what you guys think. I'm discouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I think – after all these years of paying attention, that it's probably right, I think, to say that a big section of the media has a bias mm. that tends to be left. Um, that's my observation. You know, I'm that, with you. Yeah, it's, it seems yeah. that way, doesn't it? Like, it uh, doesn't upset me too much. I don't know why. Like, I never feel like uh, because we're we're Christians or we have a particular perspective on something that the media has to play ball. But a lot of people feel like they. Yeah. They're really it's letting media. Go. It's the educational institutions of the land, and yes. it's Hollywood. Yes, yeah, no doubt. Three, about that. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood is a, is a, maybe on the a leading edge of that. Of, just, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, man, if you're if you're a non-liberal guy in Hollywood, I don't even know how you survive to yeah. be honest. But really, the the, the, the pressure's got to be enormous. How do you get jobs? Oh yeah, yeah, and if you if out yourself in any way, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm discouraged that what I've seen is. I don't know. It just uh, a lot of people were unhappy when uh, Obama won, of course, and and uh, had their reasons for good or for bad. Um, but yeah, the the emotional <laughs> level after this transition, mm-hmm. election inauguration, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, off the charts. Yeah. And I, I, I'm kind of like, hey, you know what? I'll listen to you. Tell me why you don't like them. I bet I'm going to have some agreement too on on a number of the things yeah. we've talked about on yeah. the podcast. And I just expect to see, hey, you know what? We've got an organized effort. We're going to get our guy or our girl in next time around in four years. But it just feels different. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. feels almost mutiny-like. And it's uh, it's concerning yeah. about um, is it even possible anymore, guys, to have genuine political discourse yeah. where there's impassioned disagreement? Hey, I hear your perspective, but let me tell you why I believe this. Yeah. That gets somewhere. Yeah. I, when I watch news coverage, I'm thinking, man, I don't know if this is going to get anywhere, ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? Um, I, I, I don't think he would mind me um, 
he would mind me saying this. Um, Nathan Bartleball, who yeah. who um, pop culture ninja, pop culture ninja, he's been on this podcast several times, crossovers yeah. and such. Um, he and I sat down a couple times, and we had um, we differ on a few various topics sure. and issues uh, in politics. And you know, we went. It's interesting because we went back and forth giving our opinion. One of the things I find interesting is we went back and forth saying the exact same thing we yeah. were saying the whole time. You right. know, like our arguments really never changed. Yeah. Like we just kept saying the same thing in a different way. Right. But neither one of us changed each other's mind. That's we your didn't point. lose yeah. any respect for one another. Yes. It's like, you know what, dude? I can totally see where you're coming from. Yep. I'm just coming from a different place and I disagree with that. Yep, absolutely. You know, and to me that is – that's the healthiest thing to do. Yeah. You know, to be able to sit down. Well, first of all, to be able to sit down with someone and have a discussion with them as opposed to blasting things back and forth on Facebook that you would never say to anyone else. Yeah. To ask a lot of questions and listen. Yeah. Yes. Good idea. Yes. Yeah. Or the old, uh, the old adage, I do think there's a lot of truth in this, that the greatest respect you can pay your opponent in anything, political, theological, whatever is. To ask the person, hey, I want to understand where you're coming from. You green light me when I've articulated the position the way you would articulate. Mm, you know, yes. I, I think, like, I'd like to see people talk like that. Like, yeah. hey, look, I think at the end of this, we're, we're not going to be on the same page. But yeah. maybe we can get to, to this point. Maybe um, I can uh, articulate your position in a way that you think is fair. And maybe you could articulate mine in a way that I think is fair. Like that would be an interesting goal, yeah. Um, but it, it just—it's just this bombastic, right? Nasty. I, our mutual friend, all of us, Dave Shive. I saw on his his Facebook, he uh, rather sarcastically put up on inauguration day. I was just combing through, and he said, "Oh wow, believe it or not, everyone, I actually don't have the necessary three weeks." to read everything people are writing today about their opinions on the inauguration and the protest. And, you know, and, there, there you are know. people I follow on Facebook yeah. uh, that I temporarily unfollowed. I, I, yes, and I'm same. still unfollowed yes, with some I, of them because I, I peek. I know yep. they're still on their rant. So, so, so I, let me guess, Steve. You, you, you might not unfriend. No, I didn't unfriend. But you will kind of unfollow. Unfollow so I don't have to see you those posts. You don't have posts. to see yep. it and get to see I don't want them getting me all riled up and stirred up. Yep. Then I start reading articles and yep. blah, yes. blah, blah, so on. So whoever I voted for and whoever I would have voted for, it doesn't make any difference. I could have voted for anybody who was up this time, yep. and I'd still be saying this. Um, I, I think when the media paints Donald Trump as a fascist, as a Nazi, Hitler, as a um, as a homophobe, as a misogynist, as a you, know, you name all these all these things, it disgusts me. Yeah. It's just more of the extreme yeah. liberal left yeah. strategy to demonize the guy you don't yeah. like. Yeah, and then I see so many people I know just swallowing that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a homophobe. Well, right. Really? Show me where. What? Yeah, well, I haven't seen. Yeah. It. yeah, like like what did he say? Yeah. What what did what, he say? what policy did yeah. he suggest? That is. Yeah. yeah. So e- either you know, I'm okay if you agree or disagree with his policies. Yeah. But when you're just doing manslaughter attacks yeah, sure. here, just yeah. drop it, would you? Yeah. Well, you know, and what's what I find interesting, and, and these are things. Um, as Joy and I talk, um, that we'll kind of see as we're scrolling through Facebook. And there's actually this video going around now where this uh, – he looks like a millennial. Maybe he's not, but he looks like a millennial. And he says, you know, people are so upset and outraged with Donald Trump. And 
the things that he said, you know, and, and again, he, he has admitted this was quote unquote locker room talk. Yeah. This is, you know, this, He's this was never meant to be public. Yeah. Um, but, but let, let's say for a second that he was proud of it. Let's say for a second that he, um, he, he could have cared less. He came out and he's like, yeah, I said those things. I don't care if the media got a hold of it. What a, all th- these people that we idolize. I mean, let's look at um, Beyonce. Beyonce that has a song in it. <laughs> and and oh, literally boy. in the lyrics, it, it refers to an action as a Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. I know oh. what you're talking and, about. Yeah. And, huh. and, and this was the left's poster child for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that amazing? And, and it's like, wait a minute. So the things Donald Trump said were absolutely horrible and disgusting, but you're getting up touting this woman as yeah. an example for your daughters. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, but our former president, Barack Obama, has said she is an example to his daughters. Yeah. Did he say it or did Michelle? Not that it matters. Well, much. either way. I right, mean, right. I was just because yeah. I saw something about that. That, yeah, and, uh, dude. Well, and you know, you're you're onto it. What you just said right there. To me, there's just so much uh, on both sides. Intellectual dishonesty. Yeah, dishonesty. Like, yeah, unfairness. Wouldn't you, just, wouldn't you love to hear like me. like a person, like a passionate Trump supporter, and say, "Yeah, man, the, the guy was a total douche." Yeah, when he did uh, that, what or you yeah. know, or on the other side, somebody. Yeah. You know what, Obama's. Yeah. Totally hypocritical on that point. Right. I feel like it would just make everybody okay. Right. I don't feel like I'm going up against this uh, on hard headed. Yeah. yeah. That this person's one dimensional. Because yeah. um, that's where you just feel like, man, there's no point. And I'd rather just not talk about it. Yeah. Because I'd rather talk about sports or yeah. some and other way to connect. And it's all this stuff that we're talking about that sickens me about politics, yeah. about talking with people about politics, about yeah. Facebook, about the whole political climate that we're in right now. Yeah. If we could just talk about the issues. Yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. I and, mean, like, what do you think about building the wall? You like it? You don't like it? Yeah. All right, let's right. talk about that. Right. Tell me why. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. yeah. I, I know when you talk about it, I'm, these are emotional issues. They might touch into – uh, our sense of justice mm-hmm. or bias and uh, yeah. equality. And yeah, I expect mm-hmm. some passion. It's right. Just, this, I mean, dude, I have to say that uh, I will, I mean, I, well, let me give a, a perspective of what I've seen on TV. And then three ladies I know that went to another March in another state. Um, uh, the, the stuff on TV uh, in the past week with Madonna and Ashley Judd, yeah. To me, it's just laughable. I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not really upset about it because I, I know a lot of people are upset, but I'm like, well, these people have no access to real power right. in, in, in a political sense. I mean, they, they have power of influence, I guess. Right. And I just – I don't know. It's, it's to me, um, when people are saying outlandish things, yeah. blowing up the White House or – Stuff about a, a woman's cycle that's that's really vivid and you know detailed. if I went out and talked about blowing out the white blowing up the White House oh dude you'd be that'd be I, it for you I'd man. disappear I know yeah, they'd drag me in and you'd never see me again it, it it would be so there's all that nonsense you know that's going on which is just crazy talk and I, I'd like to think most people even if you're a uh, a Democrat uh, more liberal leaning I think a lot of people would say yeah that that. I don't support that. Yeah, I, I, I would that's, hope. That's you but know, that's that's. Crazy. I'm not hearing that. No, you wish you heard more of yeah. it. I I do agree. I've talked to some people in the last few days that are more left and say it's ridiculous. But you you do wish you heard more. But the um, I know three ladies that went to they're young, and they went to a sister protest in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and they said it didn't have that because you didn't have the star power there. Mm-hmm. They actually this I'm just telling you what they've told. Right, uh, me, people I trust, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, that they they met women that were pro life mm-hmm. that were there, 
that were there for maybe some were yeah i think there is an anti-trump bias to that i think it's not coincidental that it was the day after the inauguration um so uh but let me tell you guys what i'm excited about my 14 or 13 year old son ben Mm -hmm. been on the pop culture ninja before to talk or no stranger things that was ours that that was a crossover uh, episode ben and i you know he's he's at a really hungry age he's you know a smart kid he's He's an eighth grader right now. He's kind of it's kind of fun to watch him watch TV now and ask questions about Trump and the inauguration and all this stuff and the protest. And he and I saw something uh, in in one of the blogs this week. There was some kid who was like ten years old in the midst of that woman's protest. I have no idea what the context was, but he's holding up a sign that just says. I like trains. And, <laughs> dude, ben and I, I'm telling you guys, you can hold me accountable. The, hold me accountable. the next time there's a hot protest, not I, I'm not ne- like the pro-life one's coming. I would never do it with that. Too serious and sanctimonious of a cause, rightly so. But the next hot button political protest, Ben and I are going to D.C., or Baltimore, preferably, if they have it here. And we're going to make obscure, weird signs. <laughs> I like Stranger Things. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. we're going to hold up like the kid in uh, you know, a Christmas story. I like the Tin Man. And we're, we're doing it just for the experience. Lisa is not a big fan of it. She goes, what's the purpose of that? I said, there is no purpose. It's just for fun. But I'm waiting for the next hot protest to go down and hold up a nonsensical sign. Maybe something like, what about Grandma Moses? Makes me want to join you, man. Doesn't Sounds it? like fun. Would it be fun, Let's get 100 man? people with just ridiculous signs. 100 people signs. with absurd signs that have Walk nothing around. to do with anything. Just hold it up. Yeah. yeah man. I like trains, man. Uh. <laughs> I just want to communicate that. You know? and um, No yeah. more Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. So if you, yeah, if you guys would. Well, remember, the one thing I posted this week, dude, I put on Facebook. Yeah. For, for humorous. I found this. Guy standing in front of Chipotle. I've seen this going around a lot. And it's just, he's got the sign that says, why is guac extra? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. There's the kind of protest yeah, I can get behind, man. <laughs> that should be a, That's bi- a, just cause a right bipartisan, there, uh-huh. unifying We need to all cry. go to Chipotle and hold that one up. Yes, yes. yes. So, but I, you know what I'm hearing with all of us? And I don't want to – I got to be careful not to downplay. I am frustrated with the irrational, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and I can say, I didn't vote for Trump. So this isn't like defending my guy. Um, I see a lot of legitimate concerns people have. More for me about temperament, character. I, but I'm trying to hold out hope. I, I, that's what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. that you know things might go well uh, or as well as they could. Um, but, yeah, they're, uh, I'm just disappointed. I mean, yeah. when, when colleges are creating like safe spaces. I mean, Lisa and I saw Hacksaw Ridge not long ago. Did yes, you see that yet? Yes. Dude. Awesome movie. Did you see that, Steve? I don't think so. Oh, uh, it, it was... it, it's uh, Andrew Garfield, just amazing in that. Yeah. Um, based on the real story of this battle in Okinawa in World War II. Mm. And this is the story of this pacifistic young man who wouldn't fight. Oh, I've seen the trailer. Yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. And uh, something about watching, I know it's a fictitious portrayal, but it did happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just 17, 18 year olds mm-hmm. coming home from that. And now 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds at Yale or, or Who Columbia. Who need safe spaces. They need coloring books and cocoa. Come on, Cause man. Because my candidate didn't get it. Because my candidate didn't win. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, like, just, just. If I'm a parent and I'm spending big bucks to send my kid to that school, and that's what I'd they're be getting? ticked off, uh, Me man. too, dude. Uh, dude, I wouldn't be ticked. I'd be pissed. Yeah, all right. I didn't I'm know sorry. if I could say that on your podcast. <laughs> the only word I can think of to capture it. It's, that's where, come on, man. Just, I feel, your guy didn't win or your girl didn't win. 
So mobilize and get your guy get in. Ready for next you. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what the system's about. Yeah. Well, I you know, you know what these stories remind me of. Back in World War One. Um, so I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, the organization Outward Bound. Oh, yes. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who aren't, real quick description: Outward Bound is an organization that takes um, young men and women and basically brings them out the, into the wilderness and teaches them to survive. Short version of it. This was developed because in World War One, after um, the Germans kept sinking our boats, uh-huh. they noticed that these younger men were actually dying in the water. Yeah. But the older ones were living. And they couldn't figure out why. These younger huh. men should have been able to have lasted longer. Their yeah. endurance should have been there. All these things. What they were finding is that these older men had been hardened by life. Huh. And they had a will to live. Yeah. They had a reason to live. And so it was their mental state that was keeping wow. them going. And so Outward Bound was brought out of that, basically taking kids into the wilderness, putting them in these life-threatening situations yeah. so that they would they would get that experience and survive. We don't have anything like that no. today yeah. that is teaching kids how to cope with anything. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is no coping mechanism. Yeah. There is yeah. nothing. Well, and, you know, I mean, it, I mean, that's where comedians have a field day, dude, with with our generation. I think uh, Louis C.K., you've ever seen his mm-hmm. stuff? He's got a great bit on um, – he, he kind of indicts us all, and I'm feeling it. But he says, you know, we live in an age where we've got the most amazing technology, and it's wasted on the crappiest generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not doing it justice, and some of it gets a little colorful, so I have to be careful. But he, he does say um, – he was on a flight. Uh, I bet some of our listeners could, could point us to the link or whatever, but he's on a flight. Um, and he says, you know, uh, captain comes on over the, you know, speaker and says, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, just had some satellite Wi-Fi installed. And, you know, and he says, people, are, feel free to use it. It's complimentary on this one flight. It said people are opening up their laptops and they're searching YouTube clips. It's incredible. Then there's a glitch. Uh, it shuts down, and the captain comes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. It seems that uh, something's gone wrong with that Wi-Fi. We you know, might not be able to fix it in flight, etc. And the guy next to him says, "Oh man!" and like slams his laptop, and he goes, "You know, as if the universe owed him something he didn't know existed five minutes earlier." Mm-hmm. Um, there's that kind of soft, yeah. and I feel it. Yeah, you know, I mean, whenever the the power goes out, yeah. oh my word, I don't have TV or I don't have the microwave. And, you know, so I think we can all feel that softness. Yeah. But it does seem that this presidential season, this yes. new season, has exposed an area that surprised me. I was like, oh, I didn't know we were this far off. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been around a long time, so yeah. I've seen a lot of elections come and go. Yes. A lot of inaugurations and stuff and what happened after. This is – well, everyone says it. Yeah. This is so unprecedented. It man. is. It is. We it's... never had safe spaces at colleges and coloring <laughs> no, books. Yeah. No, what mean, on earth? It's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Whatever, I mean, what, wherever you are on the political spectrum, yeah. please don't support that kind of stuff. No, no. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's nonsense. just so – and you do think, what's going to happen to these kids the first time they, they get a pink slip? Yeah. The first time their, their future spouse – Comes home with a cancer They're diagnosis. at work and the boss says, um, that didn't go too well. Yes. I need you to work on this. Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's it's just shocking to me. And uh, it is a uh, – it's disturbing. But to me, you know what it is? It's embarrassing. Yeah. And I guess I'm embarrassed it maybe is. in front of uh, other nations yes. you know, that see this yes. stuff. And like, oh, man, yeah. this is embarrassing yeah. you know, that uh, we're, we're at this point. So 
I hope some of the stuff settles down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, again, I always say, hey, in four years, you got your chance, man. Yeah. We don't have a lot of candidates for among our young people for becoming Navy SEALs, do we? Yes, I know. No, it is going to be the man. few and far between. Yeah. yeah. Few and far between. You know what, guys? I think it's on us. I think it's on us to become SEALs. <laughs> what do you guys think? If I, if I call up tomorrow, 46 years well, old, I'm Greg, a svelte. Greg, between, between the three of us, Steve has the best physical <laughs> chance. Yeah. I like Nathan's story a minute ago there where the yeah. old guys were out doing the yes. young guys in the water. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yes, yes, true. Uh, just out of curiosity, Steve, in your family, and I, I'm not trying to get you to identify everybody's political stripe, mm-hmm. politics and issue, is it kind of when you get together with your posse, is it something you guys talk about or you just kind of talk about other Depends things? on which family members are there. Uh, gotcha. uh, if Let's say, say if everybody's there. Then we dare not bring it up as a subject. Too much diversity oh, yeah. of opinion, and gotcha. too much uh, acrimony might yep. result. Yeah, I got you. Mm. I you got you. same thing. Same thing. Uh, I mean, I don't, my parents' uh, family is historically pretty democratic, left-leaning. Lisa's family, the opposite. Mm. When her dad was living, I mean, he good thing. My dad has such a great temperament, and he loved Lisa's father. Loved him, mm-hmm. uh, and they were as different as night and day. Mm. But uh, I mean, I could just. Tell you, I mean, Steve passed away about five years ago, but he would say to my father, you know, uh, and yeah, at the time, you know, my dad was a big Obama guy, and um, he would say, hey, Milt, uh, you've been, uh, you been sleeping all right lately? My dad would say, yeah, everything's fine. He goes, oh, I'm surprised. I think you'd be up all night, uh, you know, you know, considering you helped put in a guy who's single-handedly dismantling our great nation. <laughs> <laughs> and my father would just laugh. Yeah, he, they he, can laugh. That's he, good. He, and he loved Steve as a person. Yeah. Thought he was crazy on his ideology politically at the time, but um, loved him. And so it was kind of neat to see that. But in fairness, well, Steve loved him too, but my dad's not much of a fighter. My dad's much more a peace-at-all-cost right. guy, so if he mm. senses – People in the room with him have a different perspective. He just kind of lets it ride, mm-hmm. doesn't push it. He's yeah. um, So I'll come out with my family status. Yeah. So it's my parents who are fierce Trump supporters. Gotcha. They were from like day one. They're yeah. just mm-hmm. absolutely committed to that guy. And then my sister lives in Boston and is as liberal as they come. Yeah. And uh, she just participated in the big women's march in Boston. Oh, okay. It was an Awesome day for her. Yeah. And she's Facebooking like mad about this oh, whole thing. Boy. And on the way here, I was talking to my parents on the phone. Incidentally, it was my truck phone. I wasn't using my cell phone. Yes. Right. State and, of Maryland. Obey that's the law. right. Yep. Huh? Yep. And uh, they were asking me, are, are you reading your sister's posts? And I yeah. said, no, no, yeah. no, no. I don't want wow. to. Um, now, is it getting them kind of rattled? But my mother said, I've really been arguing with her on there. And that's yeah. exactly why I don't <laughs> want to read it, Mom. <laughs> oh, I got you. So that's interesting. Uh, when did your sister... Because I'm, I'm imagining at one point she kind of inherited her parents' position. That at some point was it college, conservative. college, uh, college, yeah. uh, which is often the place where yeah, it sure is. Yeah, and she never went back. No, she just got stronger and stronger. And you know now she's in Boston. Oh yeah, and she works among very educated liberal people, and they're sure. they're all that way. Everybody she knows is that way. Yeah. She doesn't realize. I'd like her to see the map of the counties of the country yeah. that went Trump. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. It's Almost pretty, the entire country's red. Yeah. It's like every county. Weird. Yeah. It's weird. How Except for wherever, wherever L.A. Those, County those and major New York City. major kind of urban population centers are blue. Yeah. Yep. Everything else is red. Very it's freaky. Very true. Hey, what about your family, dog? Yeah. So um, my uh, my mother is very conservative in certain areas. Oh. Um, so she's a big supporter of – 
taking money away from the government and giving it to veterans, people who've served. Yeah. That hmm. my father, uh, my biological father, he was in the military. Um, her current husband now served in the military. Um, so very big supporter of treating our veterans better. Mm-hmm. And, is, you know, she believes the way to do that is to take the money away from the politicians and give it to those people. Okay. I can I can float with that. Uh-huh. I mean, you yeah. know, to me, it's yeah. like, all right, I, I can kind of hang with that. But then there are other things that come out that are very over the top conservative. And I'm like, you know what, on on those things, like I'm willing to hang with you on this yeah. stuff. I'm willing to kind of side with you on those things. Yeah, I, I can see that. But there are other things that I just look at and I'm like, I don't agree with that. Yeah. To me. Dare you name one? Um, I, you know, I, I won't because, yeah. because, because she might be listening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom, Nathan's uh-huh. going to show you that respect. Um, I'm going to send her the link. Yep, there there yep, you go. Yep, yep. <laughs> He, um, yep, yeah, he yeah. knows who's large and in charge. That's right. That that's yeah. right. Um, so, but, um, but part of that too is, you know, I feel like I, I'm willing to listen to what other people have to say and mm-hmm. I can just keep my mouth shut and be like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, yep. Same yep, here. Yeah. Sure. That's a good and, and completely disagree with you. I mean, I, I'll throw it out there. I didn't vote in, in sure. this election. Yeah. Yeah. As is your um, right, man. Right. And, Absolutely. and, I, but that really, really, to use your word, Greg, piss my mother off. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, it, it some did. people view that as the fact yeah. that you didn't vote. Yep. Oh. Can yep. I say, dude? I still. I'm trying to be fair. I don't get it. I, 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 unless it's a when I talk to people that have that position, they almost view it like it's. Um, and and I, again, here, I, let me practice what I'm trying to do. How would I fairly express in a way they might agree? Like it's a, a patriotic duty yeah, they do. to vote. Yeah. And I, I'm saying I understand why you feel that way. I always think the great thing about this country is it's I mean, there's freedom. I have freedom. Right. There's freedom. And right. It's now, a privilege. It's not an absolute obligation. I agree. When you don't vote. Yeah, yeah. I think when you don't vote, you shouldn't do a whole lot of uh, right. being and moaning. Right. <laughs> you know, because it's kind of like, hey, man, you didn't, put, you didn't put any you skin put in the game. Yeah. Sure. So you don't get to then. I kind of get that. Right. But I'm like, if you just say, hey, look, I, I either don't like the candidates. Right. I'm not per- particularly politically interested. Right. Um, whatever. Some right. people I talk to in Maryland, which is an extremely blue state. I talk to, uh, pardon me, and they say, you know, I'm a conservative or I'm a libertarian, and I, I just don't vote because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Now, others would say, yeah, it won't make any difference. That's apathetic. If more pe- if, if that's why it, uh, you know, it's like this. People like you, and you know, they can have that debate. But some people, man, they like, and yeah. I'm not dissing your mom. Sure. Oh no, no, but no, no that's no. a yeah. very common view that if yeah. you don't vote, you. But but yeah. I, I don't like, and I don't know that she would say this, Nathan. And I put mm-hmm. words in your mouth. I will push back on when people act like it's a biblical duty to vote. Yeah, and she yeah. doesn't like, she doesn't do that. She okay. actually is very clear to take a more um patriotic uh you know stand on that. But mm. you know, I mean, and again, it's you know, it's fine. I mean, I unfortunately or fortunately, I have uh long ago stopped caring what people think including my family on right. a lot of things. Right. Um and I just, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do my thing, you know. I mean, unless there is a biblical issue at stake yeah. that I feel like, you know what, I seriously need to consider the weight of whether I believe or don't believe this theological issue. Right. 
I, I just, I don't care. Isn't that free? I don't care. Yeah. 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 I know free. you mean it in the good sense. There's a sense yes. in which we do care. Yes. Like right. if somebody says, Nathan, you're a jerk, let me tell you the five reasons sure. why. Yeah. You sure. care, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll listen. Well, it but. depends. It depends <laughs> on who's saying it. Can I ask? Yeah. Why did you only stop at five reasons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, uh, and honestly, to your point, Steve, really, it depends on who's telling me that. Hmm. You know, if I have if I have people that I uh, that I don't really know well or that kind of know me and they're like, yeah, I just I think you're a jerk and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I, you know what? I'm sorry you feel that well, way. That's know. not my uh, – and yeah. I'll tell them. I'm sorry you feel that way. That's not my intention, but I have enough friends that disagree with you. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. You know, sure. I mean – and that's the thing. Like I, I've got – the friends that I have know my personality. They're around me because they enjoy that personality. Yeah. And and so for me, I'm just – I feel free in the fact that I'm not a loner. I do have friends. So it's not like I'm just telling – you know, giving everyone the finger and walking away from them. Um, but at the same time, you know, there, if somebody comes up to me that I really don't know and they're like, man, I just, I, you know, I, I think you're, you're arrogant, you're blah, 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 blah. The first thing I'll tell them is, yeah, I am arrogant. I mean, that's – I'll admit that right off the bat, um, but that's your problem, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, interesting, dude. I, I I sometimes go get. You know, I've always said. I think we've all talked evangelistically. Man, I don't want to waste my capital. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, if I get a guy for five minutes and he'll talk to me about the gospel, some aspect of our faith, uh, and and if I know I'm going to shut him out. Yeah, if I get into a political debate, why do I want to spend that, that capital yes. and then never get there? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah. All, all that's it. But even I was tested recently. I'll say a family member. I'll just leave it at that. At a gathering, did say, and I, I bit my tongue. I caught myself because I it did kind of strike me. Said I got to say, any woman who voted for Trump is a complete fool. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And, and he felt it pretty strongly. Well, 53% of white women did vote for did him. Did vote for him. And I thought, I'm like, look at you, man. Yeah. I mean, that's so – because it's almost as if, yeah, these women don't get that his sexual comments were a big deal. I, I don't think there's any woman that voted for Trump. Because that, of his sexual – Yeah, that because yeah. of his comments. Uh-huh. Right. I'm sure many we're wrestled. loving that about him or and, anything. And, and, you know, the thing right, I like about him is – yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, when he said that thing on Access Hollywood, that's my kind of guy. Uh, so my point is, these women have obviously factored that yeah. and weighed pros and cons yeah. with other matters in there. So it's an insulting thing. And said, "Well, he's about like every other president on that." So exactly, yeah. and and that's what I th- the intellectual dishonesty. Right. Because I'm, I know it's a comedy, but I'm like, well, dude, a lot of women voted for Clinton. Yeah, yeah, both times, and he had a reputation. And they were strangely silent when yeah. he yes. messed up again and again and again. And that's you know, it's interesting. There's kind of a here, Steve, a little chiasm here if you think about it. From 92, Clinton comes in. And then in uh, 2016, Trump comes in. Both of those guys, for different reasons, have kind of the stink of sexual womanizing scandals about them for mm-hmm. different reasons. Mm-hmm. In the middle of those two presidents, we had a uh, Republican and a Democrat mm-hmm. with Bush two and Obama, who the one thing I will say – to their credit for both. None of that. No whiff of scandal yeah, in that pretty yeah. wasn't. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah, it's refreshing. It yeah. was very refreshing that there was a 16-year 16 period, years, yeah. And I hope, you know, I hope, we don't know, but I hope that no information comes out that would rob right. us of that because I thought that yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting that we had two examples of a Democrat, or I mean, we had a Democrat and a Republican, and a Republican and Clinton right. and Trump with sexual 
issues, scandal, whatever. Right. And then we had a Republican and a Democrat with no issues that seemed to be pretty good husbands, dads, yeah. family guys. Yeah. I mean, whatever you think of Obama, everything I ever saw with Michelle, the kids, yeah. seemed like, man, thumbs up to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Seemed like he had his priorities right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I respect that yeah. immensely. And I think just some of those things where people can say, yeah, yeah, you're right. All of our guys have some, some problems. A lot of our guys have some great things. Now let's talk about the issues. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I say this, too, about um, Trump, which I, I've said for years, you know, if I had a candidate that um, I respected and, and Trump, I, I respect as our president. I do not respect the things that he has said and done over the years. So sure. let me clarify that. Yeah. Um, but I said, you know, if there was a if there was a candidate that I respected as as a person and the things that they had done in their life. But they came out right at the beginning of the, the campaign and just said, you know what? I'm just going to put all my cards on the table because somebody's bound bound to get this leak. This, you know, I had an affair when I was in my twenties. Uh-huh. You know, my wife and I we talked about it. She forgave me, or you know, yeah, I had an affair and it, it wrecked my marriage. I'm now remarried. You know, I think and they just they should do. Yeah, and they I'm just laid it out on the table. The one thing we do know about Trump is because he was a celebrity. Everything was already out on the uh, table. That's a good point. Mm. Everything yeah. was already there. He he mm. he had a lot of more media attention than anybody oh, yeah. prior to entering politics. Prior. Yeah. yeah. That's a great point. You know, and yeah. so at the end of the day, whether or not you voted for him, he was out there. You yeah. knew what you were getting. Yeah. You know, there 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 weren't any surprises in his history, in his background. People acted surprised when all this stuff came out, um, yeah. you know, what he said um, in, in the locker room, whatever, you know, whatever. But but at the end of the day, really, were you really that shocked to imagine. hear that he said that? No. Come on. Yeah. That's a good Come point. On. Like, I, I was, Steve, were you shocked? <clears throat> I wasn't shocked. No. I mean, I thought, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The, right. my picture of Trump. I can right. imagine Bill Clinton saying the same Me thing. Me too. You know. Kind of some, some – yeah. Furthermore, I mean, maybe this will sound awful to some of the people who know me and they won't respect me anymore, but I'm not, I'm not voting or not voting on a guy based on, do I think he's always been moral? Right. I'm really asking the questions about what we do for the economy, what we do for foreign policy, what we do for, uh, you know, safety at home and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, I, you know, I expect a lot of men are going to have some foibles. A lot of women are going to have some foibles. Yeah. So I'm not going to vote him out because of those things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I – An awful I, lot of presidents would be voted out. Oh, my goodness. We're trying to get rid of their uh, yeah, and missteps some of, and sins. and Some of our icons, let's be honest, presidential icons were mm-hmm. slave owners, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, had affairs. Had affairs. We know about. Yeah. And it's yeah. – um, yeah, it's it's. I think that's wise. But your point, Nathan, that's – it's interesting. I had never thought of that until this moment on the podcast. <laughs> your media point – Here's a question. Maybe somebody's explored this. Maybe our listeners know. That somebody had that tape, mm-hmm. right? That was what, in 2005, I think? Mm-hmm. It was 11 years ago after, so it was 2016, 11 years before, for a long time. Yeah. On Trump. It, it, it almost says, yeah, it's not enough of a story <laughs> with this, multi, this brash, braggadocious billionaire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because when he's never, a presidential But when he's running for president, we'll drop it now out there because we're big. Right. So in one sense, you're right. I don't think anybody was terribly shocked. And no, I mean, I'm man, I, I just think, you know, I will say to my girls, girls, mm, I don't want you to date a guy like that. Yeah. Unless it was part of his spiritually transformative testimony. I used to be this way. <laughs> right. And right. then God's been working in me, convicting me uh-huh. of my attitude towards women and objectifying right. them. And well, yes, yeah, so that's a different matter. Right. You know what I mean? If yeah, you want to avoid guys like that, honey, 
Uh, that's a that's a different matter than presidential politics, which I yeah. think Steve is your point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I it'll be. I will say this: the next four years, I think, are going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Not to. And I bet you mean you don't mean what the president does necessarily. You mean how how do we settle down after all this? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. That's yeah. what I mean. I hope that. Because there are people who really want to keep it alive. I know, I know. I can't. Th- I mean, that's four years is a long, it's a long time. time, isn't yeah. it? Yep. Long time. And yeah. I think right now it's fresh, new president. You know, it still sounds weird to hear President Trump after you've heard, uh, right? You know, Obama for eight years. Right. It, it yeah. takes. A, it's like writing a check on. Right you know, after the new year. Yeah, in the month of January. <laughs> I, I think I'm still at 2015, so I'm still trying to catch up. But. Um, It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I'm sure there'll be a podcast or two on yes. various aspects of this mm. time in our country. Yes. Good check. Can I, can I shift gears for um, – well, actually, I'm just going to shift gears altogether because Do it, there is another issue that really annoyed me. Uh, and, and I guess it's always been going on, but but more so than ever, I noticed it and noticed – the real big impact that this had on the Christian community in particular. And that is pastors and churches weighing in on who to vote for. Can, can we, can we spend some time on that? Oh, let's. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because, Sick yeah. you know, because to me, like, I'm sorry, but let, let, let's go to, you know, if, if churches, and when I say churches, I, I mean, in this particular instance, the people are discussing that amongst themselves. That's one thing. But if you, as a pastor, you as an elder team, you as uh, deacons, however your leadership is set up, if you all are deliberately endorsing or slamming another candidate, you need help. I mean, there is just – there is no – you need help. bad idea, man. The yeah. pulpit is strictly for preaching the word of God. And yeah. if you have anything else to say, then do it in private. Do it one-on-one in conversations. But – I don't want to hear your opinion about who I should and shouldn't vote for. Yeah. That's between me and my conscience. Yeah. That's just – it's wrong yeah. for pastors to go there, stand yeah, up in front so. of a flock and say, you know, you should vote for this candidate. Yeah. And then, you know, what happens when three years later you really get egg on your face because that candidate screws up in some major way? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you look ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Let's – I want to talk to you, to, uh, you and um, Steve Gregg here for, for a few minutes um, and just – is it hard for you? Um, we'll start with Greg, and then we'll move to Steve. And Greg, if you want to bounce it to Steve first, sure, you'll do that. If, if um, it's tricky and could get me in trouble, I'll give it to Steve. That's right. Yeah, um, that's it. So, do, Steve, do you it. find yeah. it? <laughs> do you find it easy or um, more difficult to take politics out of preaching? Let's good, let's let's just start with that in general politics. Do you guys find it easy or more difficult to kind of you know just say we're not touching this with a ten foot pole? I, I find it easy. Mm-hmm. I find it very easy. Uh, part of it is I never had a pattern. I would say uh, of all the change I've had intellectually, theologically through my early you know late teen years and going to college and then seminary, um, mentors in my life like a Dave Shive as a young pastor. For whatever reason, I think I always got pretty sound counsel on that, hmm. that I never came out of sort of that God and country where the two are fused. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't part of my experience. I guess the closest I was ever exposed to it, got to be careful here, with uh, listeners that I know and uh, some in this church that went there. But, you know, my wife, Lisa, is a Liberty graduate. Talked mm-hmm. about that before. That was the first time I even knew that was a thing. 
Mm. Really, huh. I never, I never really? knew. Uh, let's see, I met Lisa when I was, uh, when she was a senior, and so she was about twenty one, uh, twenty two. I was twenty three or so. So uh, I'd been a Christian, you know, six years or so, seven years. I never really even knew there were pastors talking about politics. Mm. And then I went to Liberty because <laughs> uh, I was dating Lisa. We got engaged, you know, in her senior year. I was in my first year of seminary. And uh, I would tell you, I was there Easter Sunday, 1994, mm. um, at Thomas Road Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And fall, well, here it is. It's Easter. And, of course, it's strange because they had TV cameras, you know, and everything there. It's kind of a, a it was new experience in so many ways. And uh, Falwell came out, and uh, I'll just say, from what I remember, I mean, there was definitely an Easter message, definitely a resurrection message, but there was a good bit of time talking about uh, Hillary Clinton, who was first lady then. Uh, I heard this. I'm just telling you what I heard. I, I remember it as clear as day that uh, the uh, national organization or nas- national order of witches now – instead of the National Organization of Women. And I'll tell you, people, I'm sorry, I have to say it. This is what I heard him say. Some of these women are the ugliest women God ever put on the face oh, of the Oh, man. And laughing oh. and people. And I remember huh. being uh, jarred. I didn't really even have a category to know how to mm. feel about it. But I think deep down, I'll have to ask Lisa if she remembers, she was embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it was something she kind of tolerated. Mm. Uh, she didn't normally go to Thomas Road when she was there, but when her parents came down, again, her dad was very political. That's where he always wanted to go. And when he's footing the bill, and you know, that's where you went. So uh, I remember being really bothered by it because mm. I was thinking, there's a lot of unbelievers here. I'm sure some of them are Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking, how do you even pay attention to the gospel proclamation yeah because i'm thinking you're seething that yeah. you've been personally vilified yeah or your candidates been just vilified. exactly what i don't want to do in our church right yeah exactly I so i want them to pay attention to me and hear the word and receive it yes yeah, so love I, me. I never even had a a background steve i don't know if you did where that was even an option so when i saw it for the first time it, it didn't feel right and now i can i think more consciously say it, it it's because it isn't right mm. yeah so what about you yeah, I used to pastor a church down uh, in Fort Howard, Maryland. Do you know where that is? Uh, Fort Howard Community Church. Great little church, okay. great yeah. bunch of people. We yeah. did not have a Sunday night service, so sometimes Debbie and I would just go visit. Let's find out what churches are like in the area. Yeah. And we went to a church one Sunday night. Should I name it, or would you rather I not name it? I don't care. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, here's my view, dude. If, if it's what they were doing, it's the, what the they were doing. fits where. Yeah. So we went to Cub Hill Bible Presbyterian Church. Oh, dude, you I know it well. You know, you know uh, Pastor, was it Decker? John Decker. Yeah, Decker. So, good, good buddy of mine so, from college. Really? Yep. All right. So we walked in there, and either before or after, probably after the service, they were handing us literature, and it had, like, the picture of a candidate and yeah. the write-up on the candidate, and here's why you should vote for that candidate. Right, right, right. And... Uh, I had no idea how to react to that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have the same thing you did. I didn't go like, oh, but but I did think, really? I wonder what. Well, yours was not quite, can I be so, as maybe vile as mine. Yeah. With mine, you've got women being laughed for their unattractiveness and all this kind of of stuff. That was more like, hmm. And and I've seen that, Steve, because we've talked before about the old Christian coalition guys. I don't even know if they have those anymore. Which would say, oh, we're not endorsing a candidate 
we're just telling you the issues, but they were always slated to go yeah, they right put out Republican. This, it's got like four columns, yes. and here's the issues, and there's a check and, mark and, beside and, the guy. I said there were like three issues. Abortion, not a legitimate to issue. You in. Legitimate, right. high-impact high issue, no doubt. Maybe something on national security and maybe traditional values, and there would be a rating. And you kind of – I always thought even well, – what if people have eight, nine, ten more criteria that they're concerned about? Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. it, so you're by, – by editing it down to three or two, you're doing some yeah. pre-selecting, but yeah. Furthermore, hey, I wonder what you guys think about this. Tell me if I'm – tell me I'm wrong, would you? Um, so – so since nineteen since the nineteen seventies, I've been paying attention to elections. I don't know if there was one in early seventies. I don't know what year it fell on, but anyway, I've been uh, old enough to pay attention to elections, and I became a Christian in that era. So this entire time, I've been hearing every four years, "Oh, this may be the most important election you've got to Yo. vote <laughs> because a Supreme Court justice seat is up for grabs, sure. yeah, and yeah, we you know yeah. we need to put a conservative person in there yeah. so we can change." It's, just, it's all about Roe v. Wade, man. Sure. You, you, that's the issue. You got to vote on that issue. Yep. That should decide it for you if you're a real Christian. And you know what? I feel like that's manipulation because uh-huh. yeah. we all know Roe v. Wade isn't changing, right? I yeah, it's not changing so. anytime soon. Yeah. And even now, if the court goes from four of this and five of that yeah. to the other way around, five of this and five of that, right. it's, they're still not going to change Roe v. Wade. The country's divided on it. No, I don't think We're so. We're a and, long and, way from overturning Even if that. they do, I think even I heard Trump say in one of the debates, it was right, that it would, it would default back to the states. Yes. So states now you've just got 50 different states. Yeah. Yeah, and and some issue, go and some don't. Massachusetts would, Maryland would. And uh, yeah, exactly. Maryland, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I'm. I feel comfortable saying in this state that we are podcasting in the state of Maryland. It ain't ever changing. No, right. barring truly a Jonathan Edwards type yeah. revival. If Jesus right. comes in, right? In, in a heart, which, temple. Yeah. believe me, we will welcome. <laughs> um, but I, so yeah, I, I, I feel like it. that's fraudulent to say you've got to vote because this seat, and really, what you want is you want to be in power. And so this is how you're getting me to vote for you. Right. 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 I don't like that. Yo, and I don't like to, and I, I got to be careful here. You don't want to impugn motives. But you know, let's just say this. I'm sure there has been many a Machiavellian politician <laughs> that knows hmm, my bread is buttered on this side by these people. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do I need to say to these people yeah. that well, they care about? Personal theory, I, I think Trump did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a whole lot of stuff that he was putting out before the election – he doesn't even believe, in uh-huh. my opinion. Uh-huh. He didn't plan it on doing. It's just Shaheen had that same feeling. Yeah, right? really? he was yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 oh, yeah. he's already backpedaling on any number of things uh-huh. that he was like really bold on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's where I think people get just so frustrated. You get jaded because you start thinking, man, does anybody really, really care about yeah. my cause, about what I'm yeah. passionate about? Yeah. And again, you just think, man, you know what? I, I know it sounds a little cliche, but you. you, you the, the the likelihood of you changing somebody's heart through political activism <laughs> and the likelihood of somebody's heart changing through you representing Christ to them, serving them, sharing the gospel with them, them mm-hmm. having a true, genuine, spiritual transformation. I think I know where I'm putting my money yeah. in terms of, yeah. of where change takes place. And have you ever known anybody our age? I mean, we're not the same age. Either right. your age or my age yes. or his age <laughs> yes. uh, who changed from one you know, completely politically? No, I can't think of that's your point. Yeah. Of, I can't it seems think like of one seems like those formative years, right? Maybe yep. the college age, whether you go to college yep. or not. For some reason or other, you come to a, a fork in the road and yep. you go that way. And the other right. guy was this way and you never come back because now you've got that cognitive thing where you see everything now that Through confirms that lens, cognitive yep. bias. Right. I think it's right. I mean, there might be some nuance. 
You yeah. know, like that happens. I'm sure Steve theologically. Yes. But my, my basic theology is the right. same. Yes. You know, I I kind of hit the reformed world. And, that's where I am. Yeah. Right. I don't ever see that changing. On the other there's hand, some nuance. a lot of formerly blue voters just voted red. That's true. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that makes me wonder how much uh, are people pragmatic and want problem solved? I, I think a, yes. a, a yes. big chunk of the voting populace is not ideological. Yes. yes. I think right. they're just like, hey, I, yeah. I, I'm busy <laughs> working yeah. and raising my I think health care is a mess. I think this. Yeah. I, think right. I want the economy to do better. I want our army to be supported. Sure. Right. All right, so I'm going to go, I'm gonna go this. This guy's talking this yeah. a lot. You know, jobs are coming. And, hey, I'll be the first to say it. I, it when we're podcasting now, Trump's talking about this Keystone pump line, uh, uh, pipeline. pipeline and all this. I don't know much about that stuff. I hope it creates jobs. Mm-hmm. I'll say yeah. that. I mean, I that's yeah. about my, my knowledge base. I hope it creates some jobs. I think he said 28,000 jobs. Heck, if it was 10,000. <laughs> If that puts 10,000 people to work. That's pretty nice. That mm-hmm. aren't working and they can get decent wages and yeah. pay their mm-hmm. mortgages and get their kids to school. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yep. You know, because, I think a lot of people feel that way. Because let's be real. I mean, people keep talking about the environment and stuff. We have ways to be environment, environmentally uh, savvy. Yeah. You know, it, diesel fuel, you know, when you talk about ethanol, it's there. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. You know, we have the the technology to use hydroelectricity. Uh, we have the technology to use solar power. We have the technology to use all these various things. We're not doing it. As a people, we are not doing it. We're not investing in these things. The government gives out thousands of dollars in grants for you to put solar power on your house. People aren't doing it. Why? True. Because oil is so much easier to mm-hmm. use and it's so much more beneficial. So until we, the people, smarten up, and you know, start investing in these things ourselves. The government's going to keep supplying us with what we want and what mm. we're using and what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really, I don't want to hear anybody who's driving around in a car, who you know is wearing clothing, who has <laughs> you know, who's so wearing Nathan, you jewelry. You don't want to hear anybody Sounds wearing like clothes. Me. That's right. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to hear people talking about how we are going to you know wreck the planet, wreck the land, wreck this, wreck that, until you're willing to step outside your box and change every single aspect of your life that yeah. you're living. Well, and, and people, it's funny, dude. I will say, I mean. That's where the Hollywood stuff gets so goofy. They were saying, um, I think DiCaprio is doing some big global warming thing. Mm-hmm. I won't even comment on the global warming thing, yay or nay. But again, the intellectual dishonesty, they, yeah. they, they had a thing that I saw, and it was on like E. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. political show, but uh, it was picked up by a political show based on E. He flew from like Australia, yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah. See that on New Year's Probably Eve? Probably a private yeah. jet. Private jet uh-huh. to go to two New Year's yeah. Eve parties. Yeah. How much fuel and how much exhaust? And <laughs> yeah. oh, like, come on, man. That's really like, Your footprint on, is man. enormous. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody. And they're anti guns and they all have security. Right, Those dudes right. are carrying yep, guns. Yep, yeah. they've got, oh, come on. They've got everybody with, you know, heavily weaponized around them. Yes. Uh, and you just start thinking, man, you can't even take. That's where I think people get jaded. Yeah. Like, you can't even have a genuine conversation because there's so much blatant hypocrisy. Yeah. yeah. And just so much, um, uh, what's the word? It's it's just a shtick with people. Yeah. Oh, mm. my shtick is to be this way. And you want to, mm. but who are you really? Mm. Yeah. You know, because you're doing these things. So, mm. yeah. You know, Nathan, it makes me uh, think of uh, pastors that, uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm forcing a transition. <laughs> well, I'll make a more <laughs> subtle one yeah. since we were talking about pastors and, you know, the reasons why they shouldn't get into politics. What are some other 
areas that pastors shouldn't get involved in. Oh, man. Well, dun, I, have, dun, dun. I have no thoughts on that. It, <laughs> it, just so you know, everybody, right? We're doing this kind of different, kind of a part one, part two. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm thinking, Nathan, the title of this podcast, whatever it will be. Yeah. Will be something, 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 part one. Something, yeah. Something, something, so, so I would say that, you know, we, we, we are wrapping up the, the part one and wrapping and, and transitioning into part two. So yeah. you can look forward to part two next week when we're going to speak on other things that pastors should not comment on. 